Um, uh, hello, you're listening to Strumpet Radio Hour, the podcast for strumpets, trollops, and tarts worldwide. Which one are you? Uh, let us know on Instagram and Twitter at Strumpet Radio. I'm Bean. And I'm Susie, and I identify mostly with trollop, a little bit with strumpet, maybe a little bit with tart. I like tart. Yeah, tart. I'm a big tart. I, I don't know if it's me, though. Am I tart? I'm a tart. You're a tart. I'm a tart hag. Tart hag through and through. All right. Uh, stay tuned. It's, you know. <laughs> At this point, you know. <laughs> you know what you're in for, guys. Come on. Don't hold us accountable for our action. Please and thank you. <laughs> Okay, we're recording. I'm I'm gonna try to. I'm kind of stressed, not really stressed, just a little stressed, and I'm gonna try to channel that into high energy stress <laughs> instead of low energy stress. Um, I love for this cast. I love that for you. Um, mm. I don't know that I can even try to do that because I got really high like an hour ago, and Susie, that made me. Listen, you had you had sent me a text that seemed very concerning, and I needed to chill out. <laughs> um, I have a tendency to do that. I've been told, like, okay, partially because of my complete monotone and apathetic voice. Like, I have this really vivid memory from when I was in seventh grade, and there was this guy I wanted to invite to my birthday party, and I got his phone number. Well, I I sent him an email inviting him to the birthday party mm-hmm. but i didn't hear back so i called him and my Ooh. mom was in the room and i left a voicemail that was like um hey zach <laughs> um so <laughs> i just wanted to tell you something um <laughs> you can just check your email okay <laughs> my mom was like that sounded so weirdly cryptic and awful. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a home phone or something, so I didn't want to leave oh. a message explicitly inviting him. Right. I don't know. Yeah. That's fucking so I hilarious. Have a tendency. Yeah, I have a tendency to just send messages that sound really serious and ominous or right. something. They did, well, it's yeah. just because you're trying to save time by not like writing out a whole thing, but then like mm-hmm. when you send just a little bit of information, it's like yeah, hang on. <laughs> I don't remember what you said. <laughs> it was you know, I'm gonna read it because it was it was <laughs> It really made it seem like something was going on. Um, yeah, so Susie wanted to record, and then I didn't reply for like 40 minutes. And then I said <laughs> Yeah, that's this. what it was. Yeah, I said, I'm ready to cast uh, whenever, by the way. And then 45 minutes, he said, hey, sorry, it's going to be a hot minute. I'll tell you more soon. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, like the- <laughs> I really was hoping, like, drama happened, though. Like, I was hoping <sighs> that, like, I'm sorry. some shit went down and there was, like, a meeting for, like, an hour where you guys had to, like, <laughs> hash things out. I don't know. Family meeting. Not yeah. yet. We're not there yet. Um, okay. Sam's parents are still in, like, the mode of being, like, excited that we're around and, like, happy that we're around. That, I, I that's probably going to expire soon, but. Yeah, I mean, I'd say yeah. give it another month at least. You can you can ride yeah. that, and then <laughs> which we're help. <laughs> then we were like, gotta go back okay. to back to the city, baby. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think that, that'll, that'll work out. <laughs> I think you got you got this. You got it. Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you miss the city? Do you miss city life? Uh yes, I miss just grocery shopping because. <laughs> I don't do the grocery shopping. Like, genuinely, it feels so... Because I'm such a, a snack, a snacker. I'm such a snack, also. <laughs> you, yeah, you and are. And a snacker. And so, like, Sam's mom will be like, okay, what do you want from the store? And then I'm writing down Chips Ahoy and <laughs> chocolate. And just, like, all this the, all this junk food I'm ashamed of and I have to request. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boy. Like, Ooh, Yeah. I miss just going out. No one has to know what I'm buying, you know? Oh, Nobody my God. Know. You know, I feel that way, too, um, because I order all my groceries. And I'm like, this poor That's Instacart shame. worker has to go all over the store for my insane requests. Especially if I'm, like, trying to do a recipe. And I'm like, can you just, like, walk across the store eight times, please and thank you? 
and then um you know they see the like weird bullshit like you know eight different kinds of cookies and like one bunch of bananas mm-hmm. and i'm like i swear to god <laughs> i i'm healthy um <laughs> I put that in the little like requ- like special request box. <laughs> I say, <laughs> no, I promise I eat vegetables. Just not, you know. This is this is just a one time thing, okay? Uh, this week, okay. <laughs> it's like it's the thing that moms do, where when you go over to their house, they say it's not always this messy. Yeah, doing that to the Instacart workers, saying exactly. I'm not always this unhealthy. I, you know, it's like they know I'm lying too. But like we we go along with the charade. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> charade and facade. <laughs> okay, wait, I don't know why that got me. <laughs> That's charade. brilliant, right there. I didn't even know it. Didn't even think about it. Um, I know you're brilliant. Um, you know, you know how it is. Uh, I know. What was I saying? Okay, yes. So my big my big thing though, I don't know if this is entirely related, but you were saying that you haven't been able to go grocery shopping and I can't fucking figure out how to get alcohol delivered to my house. And so like Oh no. Yeah, like Amazon Fresh delivers it, but for some reason Amazon Fresh stopped like working for me to deliver it to my house. I don't through my parents' account. I don't know what's going on. No. Jeff Bezos figured me out. It's it's a whole thing. He doesn't he want you to be an alcoholic. It, yeah, probably. Um, and so, and then Instacart has a minimum of like 30. Okay. Right. No, <laughs> I got to give all the information. Fred, okay, Meyer, okay. Fred Meyer will not sell alcohol, which is Fred Meyer's my primary grocery store. And um, so the other option is to go, it's to order from like BevMo or like some other wine store that sells, you know, all kinds of alcohol, but they have a $35 minimum on delivery and it cannot justify spending $35 on just alcohol to like have it delivered to my house. And so like, I'm just like, I'm like, how do I get my fucking wine delivered to my house? And so now I have to like request it from my mom or Kate's mm. mom. And both of them are the type mm. of moms that I feel like would like hardcore be like, why are you drinking? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh no, uh, I'm not an alcoholic. I just want to cope, you know? I think you just need to buy your wine in bulk. I mean, $35 worth of wine, worth the cheap wine, that'll last you forever. You won't have to worry about it again. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, it just feels weird. I don't know. Like, something is, like, th- like, because, I mean, it would be, like, $35 plus, you know, I don't know. So, it's, like, the whole thing would probably come out to costing, like, $45, and I'm, like, you know, and that's not actually that much for alcohol, but still, I'm still in the baby stages of being an alcoholic, so I feel like that's not, you know. Okay, baby you know. steps uh <laughs> stages of what's the opposite of aa alcoholism <laughs> sure yeah okay yeah. <laughs> we got it just a one a <laughs> just a one a just alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah <sighs> so you know i like that i talked to you and you just immediately like oh just order the wine i like that that's the kind of support i well, need that's in my life. okay i'm a bulk shopper like yeah I, th- I think a lot of it comes from I mean, maybe not because you don't have this, but for me, I feel like it comes from living in a big family yes. where I'm just used to buying a shit ton of things at once. So I'm like, oh, cheese is on sale. Cheese lasts like three months. Let's just buy a <laughs> shit ton of cheese. Yes. So, I mean, that's sm- I think the reason why I don't bulk shop is that when I first started living on my own, I did do that. And then I ended up with all these massive amounts of things that I don't end up eating very mm-hmm. much of. So then I have like bulk mm-hmm. everything in my house and I'm just like, wait, I don't want to eat this. So I am still averse to buying a lot of the same thing. But then like after a while, I'm like, wait, no, that's fucking dumb. Just buy a bunch of it. So just buy a bunch. Also, wine doesn't really go bad. No, it so. doesn't. So I'm, I'm just put it. I, I know it feels bad because you're the only one in your house who drinks. Yes, that's my fuck. Okay, that's that's probably so the biggest. It's all reason. your wine. Yeah, it's only yours. All the alcohol is going into me, and it's it's <laughs> shocking. Um, but yeah, that's just the price I pay. You know, for being the the one person that partakes in in sin around here. Sin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the horniest, drunkest person around. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, I'd say those are your two defining characteristics. Yeah. I don't know what else I would use to describe myself. Favorite flavor is ham. Oh, yeah. Ham. Ham lover. I love Favorite ham. mood is 
Drunk horny? Drunk horny. <laughs> oh, no, drorny, baby. That's a hard word to say. Yeah, especially when you're drorny. It's hard to say. It's really <laughs> hard to say. It's really hard to just talk at all when you're drorny. Yeah, because you're drinking and also... Your mouth is always full of something. It's, you know? Yeah, exactly. Or Your orifices are always filled, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like hard. Um, <laughs> it's challenging. Uh, 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 content, content, time to making it. time to make up content. Um, I didn't make any notes. Did you make any notes? What do you <laughs> today? I wrote down something. Uh, where I said, uh, I was like, I should probably just hand over my Tinder account to my therapist and see what she can do with it. Cause that's really funny. Yeah, cause I, I want. I don't think I have learned anything from any bullshit dating experience I've gone through. I feel like I never learned my lesson. And I think that she just needs to do it for me. You know, I think she needs to okay. make that choice for me. Um, would she be managing it like 24-7? Or are you just going to be using Tinder for the one hour a week to have <laughs> access to that's what I was. That's what I was thinking is that like, I mean, I would basically give her full control. But I'd be like, you know, you, you can decide when... I should I should seek out, you know, dates oh. and stuff, you know, and and maybe that is just a one hour a week we get together. She's like, okay, we're gonna go through who's available, and I'm gonna start some conversations with them, with these men. Okay, okay. Um, how would a th- how okay, <laughs> okay. I I love this idea. Let's right? play this out. Okay, you're a therapist. Yes. Um, you are your therapist. Yes. Therapizing you. Is that are you following? Yes, I am. I got this. I okay. got this. What would you as the therapist, how would you be starting these conversations? Oh, with, with the guys I match with? Yeah. Okay. For Susie. Yeah, for You're Susie's therapist now. See, this is role play. That's what I want to know. Like, um like I literally don't like I feel like she would probably probably go pretty like standard like she'd match with some people and then be like hey how are you doing how are you holding up how are what you know just like a nice general question and um I don't know I feel like she would probably just end up unmatching most of the men because she'd say (laughs) oh this is not clearly not gonna work out for you two clearly they're looking for something different or whatever and okay. that's that's where I fall short because I I okay. am always giving people way too much benefit of a doubt. I'm like, well, you know, they like Family Guy, but maybe there's other good qualities about them. And turns out there's not. You know, <laughs> sure he has one Naruto tattoo. <laughs> 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 Can't make this stuff up, listeners. You really cannot. <laughs> um no that's that's actually great i think maybe maybe for like a week you should just pretend you are your therapist oh my god that's fun see how it goes yeah 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 yeah. just like really examine things in like a sort of like objective clinical like framework you're like okay this is obviously not going well (laughs) you're like (laughs) dude you know what you should do? What? I love to gamify things. You should make a, a Google form mm-hmm. that's like a compatibility form and just have your matches oh. fill it out. Oh. And then you can just <laughs> pick. <laughs> that would be great, actually. Um, I, I bet you a decent amount of people would do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I would really appreciate that if they did do that. Because even that's like that's step, step one. one. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. I was thinking about that today too, where I'm like, you know, maybe like I do have more, more of a criteria that I like maybe want people to fall into. But then I, I always mm-hmm. go back in that thing where I'm like, well, maybe I'm, I'm being too specific though. Like maybe I'm cutting out good people that I could be dating because I, okay. one, of, one of the big ones I'm realizing is I'm like, I think I need to date someone that went to college. I don't know if that's entirely true though, but I just feel like a lot of the mm-hmm. time when I'm talking to people, like I, I mean, just the dudes that I tend to gravitate towards, a lot. Like if they've gone to college, they seem to be a little bit more like uh up to speed on you know maybe certain social things that uh you know we learned in sociology one hundred and one. So then I don't have to explain 
why things like reverse racism are not real and like you know <laughs> sexism you know you, you can cut out having to like explain the bare minimum to them usually not all the time but uh you know so that's kind of nice and then um I don't know but you know like but at the same time it's like oh I don't want to be a dick and be like well you can go to college so like you're not you know I can't date you so then I'm like well I don't know if that's a, a necessity but it's something that I kind of want <laughs> I mean statistically like uh couples with similar levels of education are more successful and that goes for every level okay yeah um from what I remember from Sociology 101. <laughs> we did this exercise. It was actually kind of cool where it's like, okay, everyone who has a partner, it's like, raise your, you know, raise your hand. And then it's like, okay, if you're the same religion, keep oh. your hand up. If you're the same, like, social class, keep your hand up. If you're the same level of education, same race, whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, every, with each one of those, you have, like, a lower chance. Uh, every With every one you have to put your hand down for. I can't. <laughs> right now i get you i i get you yeah when one of those doesn't match up you have a lower chance of success especially like religion and class i think are the biggest one yeah yeah i can see that um you get you get kids yeah and uh, you want to raise them (laughs) one of you wants to raise them to be um one of you wants to baptize them. The other one wants to send your kids straight to baby hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No baptism at all. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. So I don't know. What do you think? So, What's your opinion on that, though? Like, uh, in terms of like specificity and like people you're tr- trying to seek out to date. Like, do you think it? Do you think it's better to have like a good idea of like criteria that you kind of you're like well a partner of mine should probably meet these or do you think it's better to just sort of go with an open mind and try to base it more so off of like just their personality and not so much these other qualities any thoughts um okay i yeah i do have thoughts of course i do i think (laughs) that uh criteria is good the where criteria becomes problematic with relationships is when you get really hung up on it it's like Mm. this guy doesn't have a bachelor's degree and so right away you're like this isn't gonna work (laughs) i think what what really you under you are understanding is that you want to date a man who gets these social things or like is has a similar worldview to you and you're more likely to find that with someone who has a similar level of education right but that that's not to say that it's a necessity for for them to share your worldview wait (laughs) my brain is really not working today i'm so sorry you guys that doesn't mean it's a necessity for them to be educated in order to share your worldview it just means it's more likely so i think you know having especially criteria like that it's kind of vital for your relationships. Yeah. Like, there's some criteria that's dumb. It's like, he has to be tall. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, he has to be, have this, he has to like the same shows as me. Because right. I have to say that Sam and I are, he does not, we're, we're so different people. Yeah, right. So, he likes anime, I would have, so. he likes anime, and that's, you know, kind of a deal breaker for me, <laughs> but I was able to see past it because he is such a, penis um (laughs) okay oh my god i'm in such a weird head space right now i just can't form words i'm loving it it's fun and interesting normally you're way more well spoken than i am we're finally on the same level (laughs) i don't know if that's true (laughs) um does that make sense though? It's like criteria matters because you are understanding what yeah. you need in a relationship, but being hung up on criteria can lead you to to just reject people yes. right yes. off the bat who might actually meet your criteria. You're just not yes, just not realizing. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And I mean, I that's that's mainly what I've been operating from, which is why I'm not too like okay, like you know. The, this guy didn't, didn't didn't get anything beyond a high school diploma so I'm not dating like I'm very open to that but um I think sometimes uh t- to a fault I think that um I 
I really do need to be a little bit pickier. But that being said, it is quarantine. And so I've been dating toxic men lately. And it's been really interesting. <laughs> um, I agree that you need to be pickier. Yeah. Um, but also, I, you know, because every time you're dating one of these dudes who have some questionable behaviors... Like, you're always very aware of it, so I'm not really worried about you, you know? I'm never like, oh, Susie doesn't realize. It's like, no, she knows. Well, that's... She's just drorny. That's what... <laughs> it is always that I'm drorny. That's what it fucking comes down to, is that I'm like, yeah, this man is a, a disaster, but I'm like, but I like that he texts me every day, so I'm just gonna keep oh, going. He sends me good morning texts. <laughs> Literally, that's what yeah. keeps happening. Um, that's And that's valid. Yeah, because uh, that's a need, you know, yeah. like this this need to be to be loved and pursued. Really, you'll overlook a lot for that. I know, I know that I will. I just got lucky. Yeah, but still, you know, he likes anime, so you do overlook that every single day. I overlook that every day, <laughs> every hour. <laughs> He's just always watching anime on his phone. <laughs> but he takes a break to send me a good morning text. So like, oh, yeah, and it's God. worth it. Um, yeah, no, I mean, what, what is like, uh, with the dating toxic men in quarantine? That's one hundred percent. Like, like I am experiencing this degree of loneliness that is like so extreme because there's so many mm-hmm. different types of loneliness acting on me at the same time <laughs> and so like yeah i these are these are dudes that i would pretty i i know that i would probably be like okay no i can't do that <laughs> you know i can't do this <laughs> nope can't do that um but you know it's quarantine so now i am doing that but i'm just worried that that's not gonna go away post quarantine and i'm gonna continue doing that i'm not worried okay that's sweet that's sweet I still am, but yeah. that's nice. Okay. You just have to, if I do continue this behavior and I start dating these these types of people IRL, you just have to be like, no. I don't know if I could. Yeah. You're so, I think about this sometimes because <laughs> I'm like, you're so headstrong and also pretty good at articulating your side of things. <laughs> I feel like I, I would have a hard time convincing you yeah, to right. not do anything. <laughs> just be like, Susie. He has a Naruto tattoo on his face. He <laughs> <laughs> has an active drug addiction. <laughs> I don't know that now is a good time for him to be in a oh relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Here's He's like, what's a good morning text? <laughs> he texts me every morning. It's so good. I have needs. <laughs> <laughs> um... That being said, though, I probably like I value your opinion so highly. Oh. Like it is, it's oh. it's crazy. It's crazy how much like when I do things, I'm like, would Bean approve of this? <laughs> the answer is usually yes because I I'm too open minded as well. <laughs> do it. Send the nudes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm always pro sending nudes, you know. Honestly, I am too. What's gonna happen? Keep your face out of them. That's all. Really, it's send, send nudes. It's like if they get on the internet, just make that your career. Say, all right, people are hyped about these nudes. Start an OnlyFans, <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay. I'm even at the point. Like I've thought about this before. The only people, like if my nudes got leaked, the only people who I would be worried about seeing it is like family. Right, yeah. And you know, that's always going to be weird. Yeah. But right? even my friends and stuff, or and even maybe, like, m- people I work for, like, they're just like, oh, that sucks that that happened to you. Yes. Like, you know? Yes, exactly. It's, it's definitely less stigmatized than it used to be. It's still a huge, like, invasion of privacy and violation, but... Yeah. Um. No, I think... It's not going to end your career. I think you're right. Well, because it's, like, it's finally starting it to get at least in certain circles we run we happen to run in some good ones um but uh yeah where it's finally starting to get to the place where it should have been all along which is like you're the victim if somebody fucking posts your nudes that's shitty that that happened to you yeah but it's like oh oh you have a body and you're a sexual person kind of kind of gross um you are not cut out to be a cashier um we're gonna have to let you go (laughs) oh ouchie no you know what my most shameful thing about my nudes being posted is that probably they would be leaked by like 
the cringiest oh, guy dude. and i'd be yeah. so embarrassed i'd be like no don't don't judge me for sending don't judge me that i say him news i was really lonely i'm so sorry i just i, <laughs> I know he has a naruto tattoo but like i just <laughs> I really... <laughs> it was really sweet <laughs> um, i like that yeah that's real Mm-hmm. Just you know, when you take nudes, take good nudes. Yeah, right, make them artistic and be like, actually, it's art. Um, <laughs> sign your nudes. That's what I'm saying. Leave that's, a signature. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Yes, I had something to say and I, I forgot, so I'm not gonna dwell Sorry. on that. Sorry. Sorry if I cut you off. I was really excited. No, I don't think you did. Okay. Um, I think about nudes. Oh yes, I had a dream. Um, kind of in the same vein. I had a dream that like my sex tape. Well, I don't have a sex tape. <laughs> I had a dream that I made a sex tape and it got leaked. Okay. But but the problem wasn't that like my sex tape got posted on the internet. Like I had intended to post it, but I posted like the uncut version. So like <laughs> it was just really there were like embarrassing <laughs> moments that I didn't intend to post. Oh my god. That-, that was like the dream. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Like, oh no, they see the behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, because I think about that a lot. Like, I'm like, yeah, I feel like sex tapes would probably be pretty awkward if they weren't edited because mm-hmm. it's sex. You know, you're just kind of. Yeah. Just, just those moments where, like, let's take a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need some water. I got to pee. It's that moment we have to clean up all the blood. Oh, yeah, I hate that. So annoying. It stains everything. It does. Like, how does it get on this? Also, screen? the way. The way I found out was that, like, my friend Connor, I don't think he listens. Hey, Connor. He messaged me and he was like, hey, cool sex tape. And, I, and he, like, mentioned something about it that wasn't supposed to be posted. And I was like, oh, no. jeez. Oh, so I'm glad Connor is supportive of my sex tapes That's in my dreams. so nice of him. I love you just being like, hey, cool sex tape, man. <laughs> That's what I would do. If one of my friends had a sex tape, I'd just be like, yeah, dude. That's sweet. That's sick. I love that. Probably wouldn't want it. Would, would you watch it? If I released a sex tape, would you watch it for me? Um, I mean, if I knew you were okay with it, I'd probably watch, like, a piece of it. Just to, like, know. Just to see what's up. Just to see. Because, like, your friends having sex is an image you're probably not going to see. You know? True. So that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> and, you know, I it'll be on Tumblr. And, you know, that's another fault of the dream. It was on Tumblr, and Tumblr doesn't allow porn anymore. <gasps> what? Which is tragic. God damn it. That was my one of my favorite places for porn because it was so female dominated. Yes, uh, I I did not appreciate it enough. Like I didn't appreciate that specific perspective enough until you mentioned mm-hmm. it, and I was like, "Damn, you right." That's why I enjoyed Tumblr porn no, back in the day. I don't have to deal with the fucking Reddit has the cringiest porn <laughs> captions and like comments, no, like the kind yeah. of people commenting on Reddit porn. <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> They're just like, mm, yeah. There's <laughs> like 10 upvotes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm getting so heated. About oh. this. Yes, um, people that comment on porn, just, I don't know. You know? Sometimes it's funny, but most of the time I don't know. I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, the comments are there for a reason, but. Are they there for a reason? <laughs> I'm just per. I mean, it's a com- it's community engagement. <laughs> I'm just perplexed. Like, okay, at what point are they leaving the comment? Is it like pre, middle, or post? Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I I imagine they just the people that are leaving these comments aren't even like watching it or looking at it for sexual pleasure. They just want to like they just want attention, so they go and they leave these comments on on that's how i picture like i picture just somebody sitting there and like writing out a comment or like whoa yes so so hot i want to come on her tits and like they're completely unaroused they're just desperate for community you know (laughs) they're fully they're just banned from all the other subreddits (laughs) this is the place where i can be myself <laughs> you know, now that's kind of sweet, and mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I'm gonna start up voting. Yeah, yeah. Now you understand. Now you understand. It's like great cum shot. I'm like, dude, upvote. Yes, it yes, was. You're so right. <laughs> DM me for more. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. 
Yeah, Reddit yeah. porn. Reddit porn. I, you know, Reddit plus porn. Kind of a rough, rough combination. That's where it is. I have a lot of opinions on Reddit porn, actually. Okay, one, I've noticed the the benefit of Reddit porn is that you can find what, like, there's a niche community for right. anything right. you're into. Um, But some, of, especially the smaller subreddits, like, it's it's one to three users posting regularly. Oh, interesting. And so I'm thinking, like, who are these dudes who are, like, seeing porn and they're like, oh, yeah, the dudes over at our puffy nipples are gonna love this one <laughs> i gotta go send it to them <laughs> you know like who's, who's curating this and like dedicating so much time to it yeah i mean i kind of wonder that though about a lot of subreddits where i'm like who that's true yeah or especially i mean just reddit in general like the really popular posts you know are usually things that that happen and then they immediately make this like really you know long complex post about it or something and it's like how did this person like I don't know you know like just th- these people spend all their time thinking about a specific thing and then like you know getting really good at like yeah curating it and formatting it and posting it so fast and it's like yeah I don't know I guess that's their passion so I guess puffy nipples it's a hobby. are that guy's passion you know puffy nipples yeah so that came to mind because I have puffy nipples and when I saw that there was a subreddit for it I was like that makes me feel good yeah. <laughs> nice to know <laughs> I'm glad thank you <laughs> you should start posting to it you should see how many episodes yeah like, dude check out these puff puffy nips <laughs> I bet that's yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i'm gonna do there's also a subreddit for like really pale girls so i'm like right at the intersection of those two yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> puffy nip pale girls that's i'm just being dog. honest about what i got you know yeah that's good that's good i can't i can't fake it i have flat nips so anyone in the market for those hit me up flat nips I'm sure there's probably a flat nipple subreddit. That's the amazing thing about the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Are you enjoying this? I'm I'm actually I am, you know? Okay. Sincerely I am. It's good to good to be out here again, you know. Also horrifying that Thursday was a week ago. <laughs> like uh. okay. <sighs> yeah, I've been like working non-stop just 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 online university is a task list that is all it is i wake up and i go oh gotta do 10 things today and then i don't learn anything and then i go nice <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> i did all my things oh that is not really how you want to be learning no the only thing I'm retaining are my religion readings because I have like a personal, I have a vested interest in being better at debating religion. <laughs> so that's it. Um, yeah. Well, thankfully, the quarters, I mean, I probably still have, like another month or so left of it, but you know, mm-hmm. it's like May 7th. So, <laughs> you know, you're getting there. Thank you, Susie. That's all yes. I got. Just, I, no, I don't have anything else I can offer you. <laughs> it's okay. You know, I'm happy to carry the weight of this podcast on my back. Okay. That's thank you um, for that. I found my document of podcast ideas, but okay. I think we talked about everything already. Except okay. for I saw this I don't know why I wrote this down actually, but I saw an image. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this down. <laughs> I saw an image that was like a screen cap of a Facebook post. And it was a lady like holding up her, up her thumb and it was like, just got cummed in. <laughs> that was it. Wait, I feel like we might have talked about this before, but I don't know. Did we talk about that? I don't know if it was it on or off dog. cast. I don't know which one it was. And I think it was really. I, but yeah. See, on and off cast just blur together. It's. Uh, our whole life is a cast. I can't even tell. Our whole life is a shitty podcast. I just don't even know. Um, that happens to me. People will be like, they'll they'll mention a certain episode, and I, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what happened in that episode. I <laughs> the the line between when we're recording and when we're not is just it's 
It's nothing. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I I really appreciate it when people say back to me what they like heard in a podcast, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's right. I did say that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> I did call being a cum dumpster seventeen times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah. My fifteen uh, year old sister thought that was hilarious. By the way, uh, great work. I love that. I love because I don't even know that like at 15 if I would have been like like mature enough to laugh at that you know what I mean I don't know if you have to be mature to laugh at that (laughs) no but I feel like you have to be like not I don't know I I don't remember what I was like at 15 but I'm glad that she appreciated that kind of humor so yeah I feel I'm like stressed out dude because I'm like this is this podcast is way too inappropriate for you to be listening to, but it's too late. She found it. What are we going to do? Change the name? We can't. <laughs> also, she's our only fan. <laughs> yeah, we need her, dude. Do not kick her off. Yeah, um, let me I'm think. just like, oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble. Well, you know. You know. Only if she reports you to the feds, and I don't think she's going to do that. She is. She's got to. As a joke. She's going to swat us. <laughs> a joke that's a joke <laughs> <laughs> i think if i saw anything of note recently um there's not a lot to see you're in the same house damn it you're right i have oh this is creepy <laughs> what google just sent me an email saying my like google maps timeline so just all the places i've been to ew <laughs> it's just gonna be a dot in one spot Sometimes I'll walk around the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. We talked about possibly going over, like, joke ideas that I had. I don't know if that sounds good Wait, to do you. Do you have not. any? Well, I've got a whole, like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just keep... T- <laughs> I got a hole and it just disappeared. You had nothing. <laughs> I have a whole document of, like, funny thoughts, but then... Yeah. A lot of times they're not that funny. Well, do you, I mean, like, do you, do you want to, and do you have, like, a few that you're like, oh, yeah, I want to test these out live on air? No, it was more like, uh, here's the shit I wrote down. Well, I mean, that's what I, okay, but this was your idea for a segment. I'm just asking if that's what you want to do right now. Is that what you want to do? Say yes or no. I, okay, well, (laughs) it's more like, I don't know if I'm ever going to turn these into jokes. Okay. Well, this is bad. This is bad. Hey, you should never do a live podcast. <laughs> hey, sh- 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 shut the fuck up, you whore. Um, <laughs> just say something. Read one of your funny ideas. Maybe to spur okay. an interesting conversation. Okay, I don't want to call them funny. Uh, they're just ideas. You, <laughs> okay. know? you have to quantity over quality. You pick out the good ones. Okay, that's a great um, tip. Okay. There was a com- there was a commercial. I think it's going around Washington specifically about the opiate crisis, and it starts out. I don't know if y'all heard, but the opiate crisis is still a thing. And I just thought that was a really weird way to start a commercial because I was like, no, I thought I didn't know. I thought it went away. See, that's yeah, that's yeah. Those are the kind of thoughts I have in here. That is funny though, because why would they start it like that? Have you? I don't have know. Have y'all heard? But the, have y'all heard about the opiate crisis? Have y'all heard the bad news? The opioids are still there. <laughs> opioids. They haven't gone away. <laughs> Will they ever? I don't know. I don't know. Calling uh, opioids opioids is a is a deep cut. Um deep cut okay, personal joke one. that no one no one no one else will get. We can't explain on the podcast. Uh my brother, uh shout out to him if he's listening. Once told me his favorite food is the lettuce that falls out of a sandwich <laughs> and is still covered in mayonnaise. <sighs> that's a good one. So that's the kind of culture that runs in my face. <laughs> <laughs> when people ask me what, like, what are your, what are your cultural foods? I'm like, you know, when the lettuce <laughs> falls out of a sandwich and it's covered in mayonnaise. <laughs> you like it's a, it's one of those, um, those potlucks where everyone has to bring a dish that that represents. <laughs> their like roots and their culture that's what you bring you bring a whole pan of lettuce that fell out of sandwiches still covered in mayonnaise. <laughs> that's just coleslaw though coleslaw is so gross hey no one can change my mind dude 
Do you, have you even had other types of coleslaw? Because not all coleslaw has mayonnaise in it. You uncultured have girl. In it? Vinegar. Ew. That's worse. <laughs> that is not. And you just don't have taste buds. So sorry. I don't like sour foods. They remind me of throwing up. <laughs> Do you know who else likes vinegar? Sam. When he's done with a salad, he'll like drink from the bowl. <laughs> yeah, he always can't. <laughs> That's another thing I overlook daily. <laughs> That in the anime. You thing. turn your, you shield your eyes you from go, two things constantly. It's the vinegar and the anime. He's he like has he has a jug of vinegar that he keeps on his desk while he watches anime, and he just like sort of throws it back. So, yeah, <laughs> it's okay though because the amount of things he has to overlook to date me innumerable. Is that a word? I think it is. <laughs> what does it, is that what, a word? What is innumerable? The, the thing he has to overlook the most. Let me just ask you. What do you think is your biggest flaw? Um, probably my shit for teeth. Um, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> this again. <laughs> probably time. the fact that I'm a, a piss baby and a shit kid. Um, maybe the fact that I'm inherently unlovable. That's pretty tough to overlook. I, I think, think. I think you're kind of wrong about all those things, actually. This might have gotten too real. I apologize. <laughs> uh, genuinely, though, uh, maybe like, okay, what's like an annoying or weird habit? I also eat snacks in bed. <laughs> like, I remember I was, Gus and Eddie went on a rant oh, about how much yes. they hate like bed eaters. Okay. And I was actually... in bed eating and listening to the podcast. When they, um, when they started talking about that, I was like, wait. I, I don't know, like, I felt like they're kind of in, a, like, like seems like to me, like, a, like a minority on that opinion, because um, most people that I know, like, eat snacks in their bed. Like, there's just a, there, there's a comfort to eating in your bed. It's like, like nothing else, right? It's like being in the womb. It is like being, you're getting fed the, and you're warm and you're safe. Yeah, you're warm, you're safe, the food just funnels into your belly I love button. that, being your genius. Um yes. Yeah. I'm write that down. That's a funny thought. It's funny, funny thought. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I remember that. I I was very put off by that rant. I was like, wait a minute. I feel like I felt attacked. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't. I don't think that's a huge. I don't think that's a hugely popular opinion. Or maybe it's like a fifty-fifty split. But I swear, like I've known so many people that eat snacks in their bed. Yes. I mean, I do, but Sam doesn't. So that's because he's drinking vinegar. So he's not he's like, just drinking his jars how, of vinegar. Well, he he drinks nothing but vinegar and eats almonds. Like that's his whole diet. <laughs> and like I don't. That's why he's so lean. <laughs> he's like, you guys ever try this new like really cool ultra healthy diet where you just drink nothing but balsamic vinegar and eat nothing but almonds? <laughs> it's really good for you. <laughs> like I don't know. He's like blowing away in the wind <laughs> as he says this. <laughs> like I don't know, Sam. I don't know, Sam. <laughs> So I might want to I might want to look into that a little bit more before trying to. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. okay. So um, what else? What other funny thoughts do you have? Not a lot. Um, why are people in beauty commercials always laughing? That's really just a genuine question. What, like, when they're on set, what are they laughing about? Do they have like a clown behind the camera? Honka honka. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is holding a horn. This is the stuff that does not make it into my sets. Uh, I feel like that's like the first thing you learn if you want to be a serious actor is like how to fake laugh. You're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. That's also the first thing you have to learn to be Susie's friend. Okay. That. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I just yeah. set yourself up for that one. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. I'm I'm looking at Susan just dejected on her couch right now. She has no spirit to fight back. I already had no will to live, and I think you just made this process easier. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad I could lighten the load. <laughs> I'll just not move and succumb into this couch, and then Kate and Eric can peel me off in about six months and put me in the compost. Oh. That's legal in Washington. We can you can be uh, oh, composted I love after that. death. 
Good for us. It was the first state. Yeah, first state to do it. I don't know if other states have done it since. But I'm all about that because I was always bothered by like how your last the last your last contribution to the planet is just to make the environment a little bit worse. No matter what which method you go for, like burial or cremation. Oh dude, Um, I know. Yeah. So now just compost me. And here's the cool thing, your family can have the soil like ashes that's dope and they can plant things yeah that's like that's beautiful and um mm-hmm. also i think i believe it's it's like significantly cheaper too because the funeral industry is oh. like crazy like it's it's like the the wedding industry on steroids because they can just like <laughs> manipulate people in such a big way and so like when you go for the more natural burials like you cut a lot of costs because you're not paying for like this very expensive plot of land and you're not paying for like concrete to be poured into it and you're not paying for like a three thousand dollar box um you're Mm -hmm. just kind of like letting nature do its thing i don't know pretty sick so i like that i mean that's definitely more appealing to me i think this idea of like really preserving your remains is is pretty silly like i I understand it completely but it's it for me to me it almost signifies like a resistance to death. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I feel like that's what it is in a large mm-hmm. way because we're very death negative in our society. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in our like specifically like U.S. culture, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and no offense to people that keep tons and tons of urns of ashes in their homes, but that always weirds me out. <laughs> That feels like you're trapping a ghost in your house. Like, you're like, no, you can't leave. Maybe that's kind of the cool thing to do, I though. guess. Like, if you want to collect ghosts, like in The Sims. Okay, that is true. That is a good point. If you want to... Okay. Also... Oh, sorry, Carrie. No, I was just saying, if you want a ghost, that's the way to do it, I guess. Anyway. That's the way to do it. Who do you know who has tons and tons of ashes? I'm, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, maybe they did, and I'm, I was about to insult them. But uh, <laughs> but that's like like that's the thing about cremation where like I mean that was that's kind of cool like you cremate and then you can like dump their you know you go oh they love the this forest and so you dump their ashes out there mm-hmm. um, but the thing is composting their body and taking some soil somewhere is way cooler uh, yeah but I'm just saying like, same same deal really it is I mean it's like you could still scatter it somewhere if you wanted to it would be or you could like plant something exactly it'd be better honestly but uh mm-hmm. but you know then there's people that like keep you know they're like loves loved ones ashes and that just is wild to me <laughs> it's like you're just have, they're right there they're in the in a little yeah. box I mean I get it I was reading a thing I have no idea what it was but uh it was kind of talking about how we've really we're really dis because of the funeral industry we're really disconnected from the the process of death yeah like usually people die in hospitals and then their bodies are taken away and then you don't really ever see them again unless you have an open casket yeah whereas traditionally like you as their loved one would be like dressing the body and like burying it and to me that sounds in, I know this is a weird and sad and morbid topic, but like that sounds so much better to me to like ha- to kind of finally lay this person to rest yeah. if you really care about them, you know, yeah. and be involved in that process. That sounds like closure instead of it's like this person's here and then they're not. Yes, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure it makes the grieving process like much much easier to like comprehend, really, because yeah, like what you're saying, mm-hmm. where it's like they're there and then they're not, and there's no realization and yeah there's none of that like that sort of like okay like the closure of them being gone and you seeing mm-hmm. it actually happen um ask a mortician is a really good channel on youtube maybe you're watching Ooh. one of those videos i don't know like she she talks caitlin i think her name talks a lot about basically what you just said where it's just like yeah death used to be a very like common like process that the and families would just process. yeah yeah but now it's it's it really is like you're like okay the hospital does this we go to the funeral and we do this and this is what it's like and it's sort of like i don't know it's a weird like traditional thing that we do now but the tradition doesn't really have any strong roots and a whole lot of things it's just sort of like yeah you know like convenience yeah as an industry yeah exactly so yeah no Turn, put oh do you, they have a thing where they wrap you in burlap and there's mushroom spores in it and then your body decomposes in mushrooms like turn it into 
soil and utilize it. It's really dope. Uh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Feed me to the shrooms, boys. <laughs> shrooms eat me the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> weird, to, weird to talk about death here, but uh, that's what we're doing. We might die soon, so. Soon. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, here's a fun question. If you could learn, like, the age you die at, would you? Oh, fuck no. Dude. No. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. No. Like, I just, that would ruin me. Like, I, even if. Yeah. It's like, you know, if you found out like, oh, 85, it's like, okay, cool. I have till I'm 85 to do these things. But like, even that, you'd know it's there. But then like, if you got any age younger than that, you would just be like, okay, I'm going to die then. And it's like, you know, I wanted to sleep my life. I I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no. I I was saying I want to, I just want to, yeah, I want to vibe. I want to live my life. I don't want to feel pressure to like live quote unquote by like having a bungee jump and shit like i just want to do my thing you know (laughs) see i'm really mixed on it because on like if i if if you do that and then i find out it's like 85 90 like that would be such a huge burden off my shoulders i would be so happy i'd be like oh i don't have to worry about dying young (laughs) but it what if it's like 30 and you're like uh, uh, <laughs> uh it's like i can't live after that i feel like the risk is just too high yeah 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 no i couldn't do it um i have thought about that a lot though like every time i'm watching a movie or something and it it's somebody has like cancer and they're like all right you have about nine months to live i'm like mm-hmm. holy fuck like that is who people and the thing is a lot of people like cope with that amazingly well like they they accept it and then they just yeah they live the last last months of their lives in these really beautiful ways and um but i knowing myself i would not do, <laughs> just be like i know i would be sad i'd be sad I'd be, oh i'm gonna die in eight years okay <laughs> just <continue>. eight years <laughs> guess i won't do anything for the next eight years <laughs> exactly i'll be here <laughs> uh yeah yeah Woo fun topics that's a deep question though that's crazy yeah, i was thinking about it today i've been thinking about death too much yeah i tend to do that it it happens when... it comes up yeah um i feel like i had a thought about death what was it, 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 it this is gonna be stupid if i can't remember what what made me think of it but i think it was something like um just the fact that we are like living in a in a time where like you know, obviously we are lucky that we are in very safe situations and have good medical access and are pretty healthy. So like, mm-hmm. you know, the actual risk of this virus isn't huge to us, but it, you know, it does increase your overall chance of, of death and like mm-hmm. you're surrounded by more of it. We see way more of it in the news and this, I don't know. I think I was thinking about how that compounds on to this fear I have of like, uh, that's tied to like me always feeling really lonely and also feeling like I don't know just like I'm like oh dude I could die alone <laughs> like that was basically what it came no, to but yeah that's it's been so hard for me to cope with like yeah um yeah I just hearing all these terrible stories of people who have to like FaceTime their relatives while they're dying like I can't I can't mm-hmm. I'm gonna tear up just thinking about it like that's because I I feel like I I'm definitely not comfortable with my own death yet okay. but yeah like what makes me comfortable is to think about like being with people like during the process of dying. Yeah. And so like the thought of being alone is just the worst, like the worst, Horrifying. the worst. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't so, like that. <laughs> pandemics. That's not the way to go. That's, and also, I don't want that. <laughs> I'm sure that the hospital doesn't let you do this, but I would probably risk getting it to like be with a loved one while they died. Cause that's just, I, I'd be fine, you know? I'd corn afterwards. For sure. I'd visit you in a hazmat suit. I'd say, that's my... Oh, that'd be so cool. That's my best friend in there. I want to see her die. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Let me watch the life drain from her eyes. It's my greatest dream. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that one of us gets to say that to the other one like as they're dying like i hope we're in the same like retirement home and we're like in our 90s and one of us dies like a month before the other one and one of us is just sitting there like yes i get to finally watch the life drain for me i'm gonna win (laughs) 
that's the great that's the greatest dream. That's the goal ultimate goal of friendship, really. Absolutely. Watching each other die. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. Sign me up. Sign me up. Uh <laughs> um, yeah. So let's stay healthy. Let's not let's not die. Yeah, I need to exercise. <laughs> Wait, okay. Uh, okay, that actually that is something that I wanted to bring up is that so Kate has been really encouraging me to sign up for this um 5K that uh is happening ooh. in 8 weeks and it's like, you know, it's an individual. It's like you sign up and then you on the day of the 5K you all run it wherever you are. Um Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and it's a really dope one cuz it benefits the Trevor project and um okay. Yeah. Uh, so she's been encouraging me. She's like, you know, you should sign up for this 5K because it'd be a really fun thing. And then you could train, like, you have eight weeks to train for a 5K. And I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds like sheer hell, like running, <laughs> running in this in this stagnant body. But uh, I also am like, that's probably something I should do. Like, you know, I should probably do it. Give myself something to do and uh, probably make me feel Good better. Day. I mean, it always does working out yeah (laughs) yeah i i have no fitness habits whatsoever (laughs) uh like for for a while i was biking to work when i lived in texas and that was the fittest i've ever been because i was biking like four miles a day which was decent yeah but i if it's not like a necessity in my life all of my hobbies and stuff are like sitting down okay yeah indoors i yeah it's a problem. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a, uh, that's, it's like, for me, it's having a dog. Like, having a dog mm-hmm. makes me, you know, that much more active, where I, I walk like two miles every day because my dog needs it. But if I didn't mm-hmm. have him, yeah, I wouldn't go outside. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> it's hard. I yeah. I don't know what motivates me yet. I haven't quite figured it out, but I think having some kind of community would probably help. Yes, crows. 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 Well, that's just going outside. I'm talking like working out. Well, I mean, you know, you chase them. You you run after them. I got almonds. Come back here. Come back here, crows. Come back. I'll stop trying to kiss you. I'll stop. I'll stop. I swear. Come back. That's what you say. They will remember my face for generations and attack me. (laughs) That's what they do. Generation tries to peck your eyes out. Dude, this is only exciting to me, but we have two bald eagles like roosting really near Whoa. to our house right now, and we see them around. And the crows fight with them. What? Like the How? yeah, because the bald eagles are a threat to like their babies and stuff. So yeah. the crows will see like a bald eagle, and then all the crows will start calling, and then we'll see a couple of crows like swooping and like dive bombing the eagle. Whoa! It's crazy, dude. It's, there's crazy shit going on up in the sky. <laughs> What are you fellas doing up there? There's a turf war happening up here. That's crazy. I didn't realize uh, eagles went after crows like that. Like, I knew they, like, don't they eat smaller birds? I didn't think crows. Well, well, they'll eat, like, the crow eggs and babies. That's kind of rude, guys. Maybe don't. Yeah. I'm kind of on the crow's side, I'll be honest. But it's really cool to see eagles around. Yeah, I'm fully on the crow's side. I think, I feel like they're smarter than eagles. What's an eagle ever Yeah, do, maybe. You know? They definitely do the community thing that the eagles don't. And that's why they're able to take out eagles. Because it's like, yeah, eagles are cool, but they did, they're they like, oh, it's just going to be me and my partner. <laughs> Whereas the crows have entire like villages and tribes just coming in. <laughs> just piling on. Down. That's the power yeah. of community, baby. I'm going to look mm. up bald eagles. I kind of always like forget what they actually look like. You know, like They're so big. I can't believe okay, when I see them flying around. Also, they sound kind of like seagulls, like they're they're screechier Whoa. than I than I remembered. Conspiracy theory: they're just seagulls. They're just big seagulls. <laughs> yeah, no, they're pretty <laughs> looking birds. It's so cool too because you can when they fly close enough, you can see like their white heads. So I don't know. I'm really into uh, bird watching. So. <laughs> you really are like your new hobby is just bird watching <laughs> oh what kind of bird is that <laughs> it's true I'm, getting, I'm excited like i go on to a birdweb.net 
<laughs> and they have like you can separate the birds by region. Also, oh, Washington has like 200 different kinds of birds. So I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn them. I'm trying to learn their names. Yeah. When I see one, I'm scouring bird web. Uh, God, my life is truly derailed. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> but that's I like, mean, what kind of person? <laughs> that's something good though to latch on to. Is like like if you come out of this quarantine with a better knowledge of birds, I think that's pretty. You know, that's something. Um, yeah. I I don't know that I've expanded my my knowledge very much yet at all. Uh, I I finally started reading a book though that my mom bought me. Uh, she was really sweet. Right after I got dumped, she bought me a bunch <laughs> of books, and I just didn't really have the like, like every time I'd read one, I'd just start crying because I'm like, oh, uh, I'm never, I'm I'm gonna die alone. Uh, yes. So then I finally cracked one open again, and it seemed pretty pretty good so i finally started reading that and that was mostly just talking about grief which i was like relevant in a lot of ways am i right Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so yeah uh that's what i'm doing reading nonfiction, self-help that's exciting yeah have you read self-help before i've read books kind of like about similar or like you know kind of like about improving aspects of your life but i've never read something that's like directly like you are in this problem here's how to get out of it i haven't read that before so yeah i think i've read self-help it never captures my attention long enough like i'll start reading it uh what comes to mind is Brene's. my, my mom bought me Brene's brown book Br- oh yeah Brene Brene brown, brown book. yeah yeah like daring greatly mm-hmm. and i started reading it and i was like this is great but then i'm never motivated to like finish pick it, it up again yeah um, yeah so I gotta work on it. <laughs> no, it's I mean it's hard. I think that um I mean I I've always been the type of person where like uh reading specifically requires so much effort for me to focus that I it kinda needs to mm-hmm. pertain directly to me. Um in mm-hmm. some way. Like if it has to be a story that captures me in a kind of personal way or has to be like yeah, something that relates to my own personal problems. So this mm-hmm. one's been good for that. I like it. Um I'll let you know how it goes. Though. We'll see if I improve myself. Because this woman is like okay. she. I think she's um she's a psychologist. Uh, she also like a lawyer. I think somehow I don't know how she did that. And uh, but she's just like yeah, you know, you'll learn how to feel the better and happier, and then um, you know, if you want to, you can attract a partner that that complements those things. And I'm like, oh, bo- big claim big claim that's big that's big that's big you think i could be lovable that's kind of big of you to think that kind of ambitious yeah like i it's a lot of work well we'll see if you're able to help yourself from this book <laughs> yeah let's see dude <laughs> we should like find another type of self-help book though to see like we need to find one about like um i don't know just like being more organized we should read one together and then like see if we can hold each other accountable to the things yeah that <laughs> i need like time management i'm so yeah. shit okay that'd be fun i'm here as soon as i feel like slightly unmotivated i give up like i have no resilience <laughs> it's truly like it's probably the part of myself i dislike the most okay so I'm, I'm just honestly like i i well this doesn't need to be therapy uh i love it though i love live on air therapy i've definitely been like you know i I was a smart kid and my parents very much were just like yes you know what you need or what you want and um so whenever something was challenging i would always find a reason that it like wasn't my fault i was like oh Oh, this is like bad like this is a chat like i'm not good at this right away so i shouldn't have to do this right um so now I'm a p- shit kid piss baby, and I can't focus on things that are hard for more than 30 minutes. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not trying to blame my parents here either. I just, like, you know, it's... It's part of the, you know... How, yeah. Yeah. It's part of who I am. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think that's a big one. Uh, like, I get... I always just get, like exhausted by things that are hard or not 
arts are not like my main interest so it's like something Mm -hmm. that i have to do but i'm like not that interested in doing it like suddenly i'm like too tired to do it i'm like oh this is so hard i'm so tired now and it's like really weird because i there's like no reason for me to be that tired but i'm like oh i can't do it so i kind of i feel that um yeah i love to improve that and uh tune in for for next week's episode when we have improved completely and we are healed we are fixed yeah i think it is i think it's a work ethic thing because it's like if you're if you were good at a lot of things uh i don't know i was definitely praised for being smart over like being praised for working hard at things because i never worked hard at anything (laughs) yeah i don't know though i mean i feel like it's just it's it's complicated i think some people really are it's easier for them to just like like oh i'm gonna do this thing and power through it like i think some people's brains Mm -hmm. are wired more for that than than other people are a little bit more like well it feels better not to do that so i'm not gonna (laughs) do it you know it's like oh yeah i don't know what it is we'll figure it out (laughs) we will read the self-help what what time are we at like an hour or something. Oh, damn. Okay. Sorry, I'm droning on. I love it. Okay. Tune in next week when we are whole versions of ourselves. It's going to be finally. so cool, you guys. I can't wait. We're going to read so much self-help. We're going to read so much self-help. I'm going to stop dating toxic men. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, they're all going to have Naruto, Naruto tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. That's your type now. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>